With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good evening. Well, I guess morning when you're listening to us. Yeah. I don't care. It's quarantine. Who cares what time of day it is? Time is fake. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's fake. Bubbles fake. The championship's fake. Um, We're jumping ahead already. But (laughs) welcome to another episode of Dishes and Dimes brought to you by basketballnews.com. I'm Noor. I just don't seem to be going anywhere. And I'm joined by Sidra. Hello. Hi, everyone. I'm good. We're recording this right after the Magic game, and like, although this was a good game, your girl is tired. <laughs> so, oh bear God. with me. I'm drinking a Coke right now, um, <laughs> trying to stay awake. Uh, hopefully, I'm entertaining though. We'll just see <laughs> yeah, we can only hope so. But I mean, you know what? Like, good day today. We got to win. I know. And you know, after what? three like- straight losses. <laughs> Yeah, we did it. We, did we it. beat. <laughs> we beat the Orlando Magic, one fifteen to one hundred two. We did. It. We're barely below five hundred now. Barely below. Almost smelling that championship. And I'm barely hanging on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's wild because I remember this time last year, like we would be down. I don't know. Like you could say 20 at the beginning of the fourth quarter and I would be chill. I would be absolutely zen. Oh, yeah. Nothing's bothering me. I'm like like Buddha on steroids. Like nothing like, I'm just like chill <laughs> Buddha on, on steroids. Vibing, you know, straight vibing. And now they could be up 20 with 2 minutes left to go and I'm just like, no, I'm not content until they're on that bus back yeah. home. You're just and like, like okay, now with one. Yeah, you're literally like, uh, I don't trust you. I don't trust you. Now something nope. wrong is about to happen. But, I mean, today was a great game. Like, So, uh, hopefully we can turn it all around. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, just joking. But, like, so many people had a great game today. Kyle had a great game. Uh, Pascal had a great game. Even Aaron Baines had, like, a somewhat respectable Dude, game. So. seriously. I mean, he had, like, monster amount of rebounds. I think he was at, like, 13... 13- 16, maybe? 16 rebounds for Aaron Baines. So props to him. 16 rebounds after setting a season high of, I think, 10 the last game. I, I think he, he saw our video. He was like, you know what? Nor cannot afford another pimple. Looks, <laughs> we can't do it. She looks beat as hell. One more and she's gone. <laughs> Nor if you look beat, then what the hell do the rest of us look? <laughs> get out of here he's like you know what that's that's that was his motivation he was like no more pizza face i'm, Girl, I'm you gonna do go not far. have a pizza face 
Once again, Nora, if you have a pizza face, what the hell? <laughs> Wait until this is MacBook quality, okay? You can't see anything. It's like 200 HP. Wait until you get up close and personal. That's why I'm happy we're not like in person anywhere right now. But no, seriously, he had he's been like a log on defense, really. Like he really yeah. understood. Um, I think it was. Leo or Matt, who made a comment, one of the announcers tonight, of course, but like they made a comment tonight about how um, Vucevic just looks like he's very, he just sees the jersey, he just sees the jersey of Toronto and he's just like still in PTSD and petrified. Like he's just was barely able to make himself a game. And Baines did a really good job on him, defending him too. Like he was not falling for any pump fakes, he was making sure that he was um, attentive and to the ball and just like giving him yeah. trouble for every shot that he was taking. And he was, I mean, that's all you could ask for really at this point. Right. Yeah. I mean, I agree. And there's also, I feel like it was a very good team game. Of course, Baines played well, but the team played really well as a whole. Orlando magic is like, I think the number one offensive team in the NBA right now. And the Raptors did so well. They, Ooh, the, you with yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know some things once in a while, <laughs> but the but the Orlando Magic Watch. only had like four offensive rebounds. Like that's a huge thing. We were playing defense. Yeah, yeah. we were really, really, and like that's the Raptors were playing defense, <laughs> <laughs> and they were playing defense with Utah, Stanley, Bembry, Boucher, and Baines on the floor. Yeah. So like imagine that. This is all new production happening. The last like what how many games have they played now? Like twelve? I don't know. I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. I literally less than fifteen. <laughs> is it less than fifteen? I have no idea. You know, we'll find out. <laughs> it's not my problem right now. I don't care anymore. <laughs> we'll talk about why we don't know in a bit. It's an it's the next segment. That, that's the next segment. We we promise like we're good at our job, but it's just, you know, Miss <laughs> Pandora virus. Um, yeah, no, he's been, he's been phenomenal. He's been really great. And Pascal also, is he, Pascal. is he back? Pascal. Okay. Here's the thing though. I am a huge Pascal fan. And like, in terms of the way we have watched him, you knew he was going through something in the bubble last year. You knew he was going through something when COVID started. You knew he was still going through something during this uh, season. And watching him, like, battle through adversity has been, like, as lame as this sounds, like, really inspirational to watch Pascal. Because uh, he's not been playing basketball for a really long time. He's won, what, how many awards has he won? Like, just as an individual, right? He's won so many different awards and he's faced so many things in his life and then to just watch him overcome the hurdles of course he's seeing what people are saying online he's like screw this i don't care i'm gonna put up 30 points or uh, i'm gonna put up 30 points and 10 rebounds today like he just said that he just he just he, he he can get through anything and just it's just inspiring to watch him get through it and it's like we don't deserve to see people like battle their demons or battle whatever's going on in their head. But like Pascal lets us see that. And he's just such an emotional player that you can tell when something's off. And with him, I think for the past little bit, something has been off. Yeah. But I think he's just battling it. And I think he is coming back. Like it's great to watch him. 
it's great to watch him like overcome everything. So I feel like I said overcome a hundred times. Excuse me, I'm just really proud of him. Um, <laughs> Pascal's not back. He didn't go anywhere. He was just dealing with some shit. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> No, I, I think you're 100% right. And I feel like everyone who knows Pascal and his story understands that. Like, that's what we've been saying the whole time. We're right? like, we don't, you don't know Pascal the way that we do, okay? Like, we know our homeboy. He know, <laughs> we know his trajectory. We know what it takes. We know that this is, like, he was not himself after that injury in March. Yeah. Like, that's when it really went down. And I think ever since then, like, his confidence took a hit a little bit. Obviously, like, you, you were injured. Like, you don't really – you don't get that same rhythm back right away. But besides that, he had so much to factor in, much like, you know, other players to understand that. But with Pascal, like, you are a certain type of player. Like, he was an energy guy. And we saw that really hugely tonight too, right? Like, anytime he's taking a hit or making a huge shot or getting that N1, he's very vocal and very passionate. And in a way, that was so nice to see that he was enjoying basketball again and he was happy and he was like, you know, it was fun for him because I think the past few months, even in the bubble last year, um, we didn't see much of that. We just saw a lot of, like, head hung low like yeah. not really a happy team not really enjoying basketball and and like I think this kind of brings us to our next segment as our next topic as before well before we move on can I just say one more thing I've noticed about Pascal oh no um when he attacks early like he is attacking the rim this game all he did was attack the rim and he started early when he does that when anyway when he does that he's gonna get hot and nothing can stop him and he ends up with having 30 points and 10 rebounds. I think someone just reminded Pascal. Just attack the damn rim, Pascal. Do it early. You are incredible. You can do it. <laughs> you're like. You can do it. You're a ginormous tree. You're, oh. Go. <laughs> yes. Oh, can we talk about the dunk? But before we talk about the dunk, <laughs> when he just hammered Aaron Gordon. Before he did that, what did Aaron Gordon do? He, like, body-checked Kyle Lowry. Oh, ew! Yeah. I'm not going to Aaron Gordon on this podcast. He is not going to get any coverage from me. That is a <laughs> fake tough guy, a fake everything. Get the hell out of my face. You think you're going to check Kyle? He got injured trying to hurt Kyle Lowry. Do you I mean, we wish him well. We wish him well. No, 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 we wish him well. But that yeah, was after. No, that was after. But, like, when, yeah. when he was trying to body-check Lowry... Who went to the back? Not Lowry. Yeah. Aaron Gordon did. And then he came back yeah. afterwards and then he got injured. And we're sorry. I hope you feel better. Blah, yeah. blah. But, <laughs> like, don't. Like, as it, little as Kyle Lowry is in height, he will make up for beating your ass and being even, strong as hell. Same spot and you won't even yeah, do he's it. tough. He's, he's from Philly. Like, he's, he's tough as hell. Hell yeah. He's got a booty on him. <laughs> what's it called? I think, um, Trudeau needs to allow this one rule when it comes to like flying and everything. Like, if someone disrespects Kyle Lowry, that's we all get a charter plane. <laughs> you, you, we have a plane designated for that reason. I can get suspended again, or I'll get my like. I will never become a lawyer. <laughs> that's you know what. Girl, what are you thinking, girl? <laughs> I'm a risk taker. I don't care. <laughs> I'm a passionate person. Listen, if Rudy Giuliani can become a lawyer and stay licensed, then so can <laughs> I. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. 
if but also people can have the credits that they do i think yeah. me just beating someone's ass for not liking larry is perfectly reasonable That's oh right. absolutely but the thing is i totally agree with you but larry doesn't even need it he literally like went up to t ross at one point and he's <laughs> like yo t ross i'm gonna fuck him up <laughs> And it's just like, woo, would not want to be that guy. Um, T-Rock, you talk to his boy, though, because he knows Lowry, too. Like, it's Yeah, T-Rock awesome. probably went to him and be like, you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> that was a close one. <laughs> and then what did Pascal do? Pascal saw what happened, and then he's like, you know what, Aaron Gordon, step up. And he just... <laughs> He just wrecked him under the post. It was basketball excellence. It went on the NBA IG stream. You know, you know you've made it when your dunk is on the NBA IG stream. So shout out to Pascal for having his boys back. Um, because I was waiting for someone to have Larry's back. And I knew it, like if Serge was there, it'd be a fight, you know? Oh, hell yeah, it's on site. If Serge was there, there'd be flagrant twos going out. There would be fines going out tonight. <laughs> there would be <laughs> stuff happening. happening. Something but, would be yeah. going down. But I'm it fine with Pascal taking the lead. I'm fine with Pascal being like, hell yeah. What I want to see, though, because this has been happening since the bubble. Do you remember, like, Aaron tried Kyle last year in the bubble as well? And that's when Kyle was like, meet me in the back or something like that. <laughs> Here's I, my room number. Eight, yeah, six, my room number. Pull up. <laughs> I I really want to see. I think Kyle would kick his ass so hard, and I would I would pay pay per view to see that. Oh yeah, hell and I think Kyle should. Yes. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. You know. Kyle has two kids. He's not gonna be like guys. This is what you do when you get into a fight with someone. <laughs> you get um, a ring, and you make sure everybody's watching, and you beat the crap out of your <laughs> colleague. <laughs> what? Kyle's a good dude. He does that Thanksgiving drive every year and Christmas drive. He's he's fine. He's also from as long Philly. as he's okay, I don't care. I know that's yeah, true. Yeah, he's also from Philly, so Kyle, if you need someone, don't ask me because I'm gonna get suspended off of Twitter. But all the other girls will definitely help you. Just make sure you have a basement or something set aside for me when I fail at everything else in life because I beat other people up for you. But besides that, we're set. I'm just not going to go anywhere in life. Okay, well, (laughs) back to Pascal. Um, So, yeah, he's been doing great. He's been amazing. But um, I think we were mentioning how, like, we don't really know what's been going on with the games and everything else. And that kind of leads us into the topic of um, how tuned into the games are you really? Like, how invested are you into the season? Well, I think for me, uh, I guess we should just – dive right into it and i guess i'll put a like trigger warning for those listening that i am going to be like talking about domestic violence so um if you need to like fast forward this part or stop listening then by all means do that um but for me things have been really weird this season and it's not just because we're losing because if we're losing and i'm watching like a really fun group of young guys like i'm all for it you know um it's just been really difficult um first with the adrian griffin situation and how the raptors kind of handle that but i mean that one's sticky because his kids were involved in saying different things and his wife was saying different things and he was saying different things um so i understand that one's a little hard um but the terrence davis situation yeah i get it it's under an investigation right now I understand that point, okay? I understand that point, but you cannot be an organization 
that says that you believe women and you're a champion of civil rights and you're a champion of um, the Black Lives Matter movement and then forget about domestic violence because domestic violence affects black women so much. And then in this conversation, we forget about black women so much. Um, So for me, it's been, I was talking to Noor earlier, but for me, it's been, I kind of feel like a, I don't want to say hypocrite, but I feel almost guilty for being as invested. So it's kind of, it's, it's been hard as a fan. And I know a lot of people that I follow online have also been having this issue. I don't know. Well, how do you feel? Yeah, I think, I think, um, for the most part, like, the fan base has been very vocal about not wanting to see Redacted get many minutes because, um, when it comes down to it, I think personally, my, my opinion on this is understand, understand, I completely understand that this is still an ongoing investigation. This is still something that's being looked into, you know, things are being justified and credified, whatever else credit. Yeah. Whatever the, whatever the case may be. But I also think that when someone has serious allegations like that against them, and there is an ongoing investigation being done into this, at that point, that person should kind of have a pause on their life. You know what I mean? Like they should not be putting, they should not be given the privilege that they are being given until their name has been cleared. Like, I don't think that he should be playing currently because we don't know what's going on. Like whether he's innocent or he's not innocent, the fact that there is an ongoing investigation should be enough of a reason for him to not be getting these minutes. Yeah, and I I agree with you, but there's also this part of, like, everybody saying, like, oh, like, the Players Association has a collective bargaining agreement and blah, blah, blah. I get that. There's an investigation going on. I get that. But the way that you have him on your starting lineup when he's not even good, (laughs) like, besides today's game where he played adequately, he's not that great of a player. All he does is have 50 turnovers a game. Like, yeah. uh, so his starting lineup, that was an issue for me. Um, what's another issue for me is, um, the, the, the social media account for the Raptors, Terrence Davis, every single game to making a very clear point to have Terrence Davis, like posting a, a picture of Terrence Davis being posted every single game. This guy went from having holes in his mask and getting talked to, to having, um, allegedly assaulted his girlfriend or the um the mom of his son while she's holding him while she's holding the son allegedly i guess i have to say um allegedly so you're you're seeing the raptors organization the even the social media team do that and it's one thing to be like we're still gonna let him play but it's another to have him on the starting lineup when you have um you have Utah, you have Bembry, you have other guys that can take this spot. And then on top of that, you're just, your social media is very clearly making sure that everybody knows that you stand behind him. He's it's one him. thing. Yeah. It's one thing to let him play. It's another to not take a stand and maybe make a donation to um, a woman's shelter of d- uh, domestic violence survivors. I think that's what it is, right? Like if anything, 
the discomfort comes from the silence from the organization. Yeah. They haven't done much about it. They haven't talked much about it. They haven't brought much light to it. And they've tried to essentially just sweep this under the rug and uh, play it up to, oh, well, it's not our problem. It's the league's problem in their investigation. And and yeah, I I get that point, but it's it's not relevant to you actually trying to make a difference in this world. If you're going to follow the player's agreement, the collective bargaining agreement, make a donation. Yeah, exactly. Make a donation somewhere. Put your money where your mouth is. If you're really this organization that gives a shit, then act like you give a shit. So... But I also want to point out, and um, before I say anything, I did talk to um, the person that tweeted it and did get their permission to read this out to the pod. Um, So I tweeted out essentially that I'm having a very hard time continuing to support the organization. And I said, I love most of the players, but damn, it is getting hard to keep watching you know who. And of course, I'm talking about Redacted and I'll say his name, Terrence Davis. If you're listening, don't. Um, (laughs) turn that shit off Terrence (laughs) yeah so then I saw um, Chrissy uh, Blathers Myers who is one of our great followers it's at Chrissy underscore Myers Um, but she basically said I saw her tweet saying that she no longer wants to follow the Raptors anymore Um, she said she can't do it anymore Um, And I like told her, of course, I understand why. And it's triggering. And I said the word that it's triggering for a lot of people. And she said that she is a domestic abuse survivor and it is triggering for her. So I'm thinking how many women and not just women, men, non-binary folks, like anybody genuinely who have survived domestic violence or are currently in a, 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 abusive relationship or situation watching the Raptors make this decision you're losing fans you're literally like this is one of the Raptors most loyal fans who said she's no longer watching because of the decisions that you have made and that decision comes from that starting lineup that decision comes from your social media that decision comes from not doing anything about it not talking about it pretending like it doesn't exist there's a huge elephant in the room and if the Raptors don't recognize it they're going to keep losing fans and at the end of the day which is the part that all organizations care about they're going to lose money so they've obviously put all of their eggs in the terrence davis basket which i don't know why because it's a pretty crappy basket with a lot of holes in it but (laughs) if that's what you want to do then that's what you want to do but explanation to it could be the fact that maybe they're looking to give him minutes so that he has more trade value so they can trade him. But yeah. at the same time, like I agree with you. I think that's a very probable. Hopefully, hopefully that's the case because that would make it like literally nowadays when he's on the court, he has the ball in his hands. I'm cheering for the other team. You know, oh, absolutely. I want point. somebody to put, like body him and him, why trying to Aaron yeah. Gordon done that to like him instead of Kyle? Yeah, we no, would have like, been on your side, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. We would have been on your side if you had done that. We would have been like, hell yeah! We would have been yelling at Masai to pick up the BlackBerry and give you a call. Like it would have been a complete yeah. one eighty of a of a reaction from us. But um, it's I don't know, man. It's just, it's so disheartening. And I think like the main part about it, but like you mentioned, is the fact that this has always been an organization that I've been very proud to support and been very proud to be a part of because 
you see a lot of hot messes in the league and we've always had the one thing to rely on, which is like, we have a great front office. We have a great team. We have a great organizational department. We have great everything, great health, great medic, great development program, everything like that. But when something like this happens and not only do you see radio silence on their end, but you see um, them going on as if business as usual, it, really makes you wonder whether or not everything that they've said about their values and their morals are actually true. And like, you weren't just duped to be a part of this, you know, this huge fandom and this massive passion that you have, but it's, it's disheartening. And I feel like, um, you know, what can, what can we do about it? Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, Mohammed, which is like at VTech Pappy says bullying works. So (laughs) every time they post, Every time, not bullying real people, but bullying organizations, I'm all for. Um, but every time they post something about Redacted or Terrence Davis, everybody's always commenting. Like, I don't know if they're doing this for, like, uh, views or if they're doing it for engagement. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Um, but if this is what you want to be known for, then then don't be mad when you start losing fans. Because there are really dedicated fans like Chrissy, like myself, who have, Chrissy does not want to watch anymore. and she doesn't, And she has every right to not watch. I'm 100% on her side. With me, I feel guilty pretending like to be a champion of civil rights uh, and survivors and then watching an organization. And for me, the trouble comes with if another organization had done the exact same thing that the Raptors have done, how much shit would we have given them online for what they did? You're so right. Everybody. You're so Everybody. Right. We give so much shit to the, to the heat for um, Kendrick Nunn constantly, yeah. you know, like we're, we're, that's something like, it's just easy stuff to get onto, but it's also just like, you know, no one can argue you because it's like, yeah, you're hundred percent right. Fuck yeah. people like that. But when it happens to your own team, it's like, it's, it's so hard to, you know, like, yeah. Why is it different? Your own thoughts. Exactly. Yeah. But it just, like, makes me realize that I have so much work to do on myself that I can, not that I'm excusing, I'm just having conflicting feelings because it's something that I love. Um, But it just, I just know, my personality online, I would have just gotten every chance I could to talk crap about that team. And for me, this situation is different. Why? Because it's a team that I like. How fake is that? Like, I just feel, like, fake. And I know this is dramatic, but I, I just do. And it's just, like, yeah, there's an investigation going on and you're not, he's not admitting guilt if you make a donation to a woman's shelter or uh, an LGBTQ center, you know, you're not. They don't have to like go out and say, we stand behind behind him or you know what, we don't stand behind him at all. Like they don't have to take any side, no stands, Mm -hmm. just make people understand that you understand understand the severity of his allegations you understand what domestic abuse is and you are at least putting your money where your mouth is like that's absolutely you can do like that's literally all we're asking just like literally do that much you know don't literally whatever you want you know you want to figure out his his traits afterwards okay sounds good you want to you know you know play around with him see who's going to deal for him whatever figure it out but the least you could do is put out a statement that supports and encourages people to talk about domestic violence and put your name on a check and donate it. Yeah. All you Start do- a conversation, start an organization. You're all billionaires. Do That's something. all you have to do. And the fact that 
it's just been so pushed under the rug has been so uncharacteristic of organization that like, it's yeah. just hard. It's, it's hard to stomach. And I feel like for sure, that's a big part of why I feel tuned out of this, of this league, like of, of this yeah. season. Like, I just feel like there's no, I don't know, like with COVID already with the bubble and then on top of having, you know, an abuser on your team. Yeah. I'm cool. It's, you know, it's all right. Um, it just reminds you though, that like, men will always stick up for other men they hate women so much dude. they just hate they just women hate. and everyone who's not a man they or like a cis straight man they just hate they just hate and it's just like yeah i'm being dramatic i get it to anybody who's listening or watching but there is this system of men protecting men that has continued throughout time the and the raptors are just a, another example yeah, of it you're so right and like and a, a big example too, because they're powerful, you know, and you so really powerful. see that power, you know, some of the most powerful him. men in this world are going to protect a man. They can put out a statement that says we stand beside, like we are going to stand beside this investigation. We um, are going to let the police handle it and the players association handle it. Uh, we don't know if he's guilty. We don't know if he's not. There's pending allegations. There's pending investigations. But regardless, we are going to make a donation. We're going to start this charity. We're going to start this organization. We're going to do something because we've said that we are this kind of person or organization. So we're going to act like it. But other, your PR. How hard is that? Like, yeah. that's, that's so not difficult. That's like, that's you're playing that's actually being very politically correct, which is probably yeah. bad. But like, if anything, you're putting out a statement, you're creating conversation and you're taking accountability for it too. But like with this radio silence, this giving him starting position. But not even radio silence. Radio silence on his, like they're supporting yeah. him. He is getting starting lineup. You're this right. Is what, and he's all over their social media. So maybe you should hire a better social media person Dude, and like, a better PR I, person. Yeah, that's, that's true too. Like who's not, how are you not aware of what's being documented like we see what's going on and then you know like whatever he put his hole in the mask and it's hard to photograph him with like 50 different masks on conspiracy on. theorist especially when it comes to women's rights and respecting women huh <laughs> Dumb. Fired. but like we've seen a huge not a huge like well actually a huge we've seen a very um detailed pattern of him just not making good decisions at all like not making bad decisions or making like horrible decisions you yeah know? he's one of those annoying people that think they're independent thinkers yeah free thinkers whatever the case is like no, i don't I listen, listen to doctors i listen to reddit <laughs> i go on I youtube actually i watch conspiracy theories about how coronavirus was built uh to so the government could put up 5g towers really <laughs> i'm so happy we're in florida <laughs> i don't care at all but it's a. Uh, it's hard, yeah. It's hard to watch basketball for that for that reason. It's yeah. just, and it's hard to support a team like that too. So I completely understand. And that, you know, shout out to Crazy for having the courage to share her story and really letting us know how she feels and yeah. for allowing all of Honestly, us. Honestly, Chrissy, thank you. Absolutely, and for allowing all of us to realize, like, to channel our own feelings and like figure out how we're dealing with what we're seeing and how the season's progressing. And uh, yeah, I don't know. The thing is, like. It's out of our control. There's legit nothing we can do about an abuser playing on my favorite sports team ever. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to continue to bully the organization's social medias because bullying works, apparently. That's so. what they deserve. 
When he's on the court, I turn into, you know that episode of Black Mirror where you can just, like, block someone from your view? Like, I hate Black Mirror. Like, yeah. <laughs> so when he's dribbling, it's just, like, a shadow. I don't see anything. I think this is something that we have to cover. This is something that, as um, a, a women-led pod, I think it's our, not only our, like, responsibility, but also this is just something that, you know, we really are affected by like this yeah. is not I, I don't I think as a, a man you might not understand as well as women do but being women watching sports and then have being in a community where it's very male dominated and watching the same male support a guy who has been charged with allegations of domestic abuse it's it's very hard it's very troubling and it's disheartening and it's just like puts you in a dampened mood about the world and everything yes. else. But I think um, at the end of the day, you know, it is basketball. Take it with a grain of salt, shut it away. If you have to turn that TV off and. Can I say one more? I feel like I keep saying, can I say one more thing, but I <laughs> want to talk about Gracie one more time because I just think she's incredible. And I really appreciate that she took her time to like, talk to me and have a conversation. Um, but she also said that she had this encounter with Nick Nurse where she was battling um, cancer and Nick Nurse like personally like, wished her well. Um, and then this happened. So for someone who thought so highly of Nick Nurse, for her, him to reach out while she was going through what she went through. Oh my God. And then to see him put Terrence Davis in the starting lineup what a slap in the face to someone who probably looked up so highly to Nick Nurse. What a slap in the face to everyone who's going through something. Just a, a all-around slap in the face. Um, it is what it is. We've you seen know, what side the Raptors are on. And if you're not watching because it's triggering you or if it's giving you PTSD, then, I mean, we're all on your side. So. Absolutely. You shouldn't yeah. have to. You have to put up with that. But um, yeah. men ain't shit. <laughs> but seriously, though, please go <laughs> seek therapy. It's yeah. easily accessible. You can go online. You can probably get it for free, like free trials or whatever. It's quarantine. Yeah. Everyone's available. You got all the free time in the world. Work on yourself, men. Please. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, this brings us to actually, um, yeah, you know, this organization has been very uh very very uh troubling in some areas you know as you mentioned before but they also kind of know what they're doing which is why um when they come when it comes to other stuff which is why we've been fans of them for so long and one of, one of the traditions that they continued to do was to go visit sick kids at the hospital um sick children's hospital in toronto and they obviously weren't able to go there in person as they're in Tampa Bay, but they were, they managed to go on zoom and talk to the patients there and really interact and get their, you know, just change their day around and give them something to look forward to. Yeah. Um, we saw a video of Pascal and Fred um, on video and speaking to them and asking questions. And it was just really nice to see that even, you know, like we mentioned, they're struggling with their own demons with their own stuff and they're taking the time to still speak to yeah. kids over there and give them hope and just, you know, make their day. And 
I was kind of inspired by their questions. I thought they like they did a better job asking questions than I did. Okay, like I don't know what I'm doing. We should probably get them hired here, do our back work for us. But I thought like their questions were super fun. They look really cool, um, and it would just be something fun for us to talk about after this really heavy you know, ass topic. Yeah, and heavy subject. So I'm gonna just snowball off of the first question they asked. I'm just gonna copy their first question, which I really loved, and then we'll go on and create our own afterwards. Okay. And then for like everyone I'm excited. There we go. <laughs> for like everyone who's watching too, I don't know, just watching. Sorry. Listening. Listening, yeah. I like use the video pods. But uh yeah, just like answer along and yeah, okay, I'll just start. So, Sidra, if the players on our team, our current team, were not NBA players, they were not professional NBA players, couldn't dribble a ball for their life, didn't know how the hoop is, what, would, what did they look like they would do for a living? I'm going to start with Pascal. Pascal! Hmm. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know. He would be something in entertainment, though. There's untapped, um, like, potential in Pascal of how entertaining he is. Like, he's funny. You know what I mean? I feel like he could be an actor or, like, a screenwriter. He could be something, like, funny. He just has a fun personality that you're always, like, wanting to be around. So I would say probably something in the arts. Maybe an actor. I could see that. I could see He'd be a very bad actor, but it'd be hilarious. Yeah. He'd be one of those, like, those... Was like Lollywood actors, like not funny ones. <laughs> like, there for the entertainment factor, but like I can also see him being like a racer. Like he could be, he's fast, right? So he could be like, I don't know, he could be like in the Olympics and stuff. And I could also see him having like a YouTube show, like going like Surge. Oh, hell yeah. hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, he'd be so good at that. He'd be with those like kids, those TikTok kids. You no, know, they live in the whole house together, all the big houses in LA. Like, oh god <laughs> are you triggered Sidra? <laughs> no i mean uh, good for them they're like <laughs> meeting people during a coin like global pandemic it's fine <laughs> <laughs> all right next one's fred oh i feel like i know fred um he would be one of the leaders in a pyramid scheme with a suit. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's he would do it. Funny. I Bet on yourself. Like, it would be his logo. And he would just be, like, he would be, he'd be a suit. He'd be the one giving, like, the, the TED Talks at, like, the big convention saying, like, you guys need to, like, do better. Get everybody to sign up for this. He would be a leader of a pyramid scheme. 100%. 100%. He'd be successful, though. Very successful. That's so funny because I see him the opposite. What? I see him sitting in a cubicle doing like someone's taxes. <laughs> I don't see him in that set at all. Or I see him doing less writing like, I don't know, like, I don't know. He has a very calming demeanor. So I almost see him like. And you trust him, which is why he would be the leader of a pyramid scheme. I, I do see that too. Like, honestly, if he's selling me shit, I'm buying it. <laughs> I'd be like, sign me up. There you go. How many times have we eaten Osmos because of Fred Van Fleet? (laughs) 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 All right, next one. OG. This is a tough one. I don't know. A mime? (laughs) (laughs) He would be a mime. (laughs) 
<laughs> You'd be a mime. He'd be or, putting shows in like Paris. You think he'd be like, yeah. Oh, he could be a model. Yeah. Oh, he could. Yeah. OG could be a model. Or he could be like like um a comedian like like Pete Davidson. Like dry humor. I was just one liners, like, haha. <laughs> <laughs> I don't shoot trying to miss. <laughs> That was my OG impression. Give it a uh, zero out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the laugh. <laughs> um, no, you're right. I do. I, I was going to say, like, I see him being, um, what did we say? What did we just say? Uh, model? Yeah, a model. And yeah, a dry comedian. Like, a very just, like, because after his Axe commercial, I was like, this guy has so much untapped potential when it comes to stuff like, I don't know, um, Spot and Step Brothers or like he would just like shine in a really funny movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can see that. All I right. That. Kyle. A dad. A stay-at-home dad. <laughs> he just loves his son so much. He just wants to like, you know, he just loves them. You know, it's fun to like have play dates with Damar uh, and his daughters and just hang the hell out. What do you think Kyle does? I could see him being a coach. Ah, like dad energy, you know? Yeah, very, very dad energy. Like, like coach in the morning and then dad at night, you know? He could be the new Maasai. I would die happy. Yeah. That would be the it for me. I wonder if he'll ever do that. Like, go into front office stuff. Probably. Like, would have players done that before? Like have well, I guess there's well, not really MJ. I was gonna say, but like I'm just like bought the team. Like you haven't. He's not like. I'm sure they have. I just can't think of any. But I'm sure they have. Yeah, they have. Like to. Jose Calderon works for the Players Association. Yeah, yeah, true. Did you know he's apparently the, one of the the richest NBA player? Apparently, his dad had. Um, had oh, he comes from old money, huh? Yeah, it's from the Spanish money. But yeah, apparently he's the richest. That one. Euro. Wow. <laughs> All right, last one, Norm. <laughs> An IG thought he <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't you picture Norm being an IG thought he? <laughs> Dude, he has that one pose and I just I think you know what pose I'm talking about. Like he has that like smile. <laughs> and I'm I look at it every time and I'm like I can't believe I just said major. that Norm would be <laughs> Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. He does have that. I just remember that picture from, like, um, after we won the championship that summer where he was, like, somewhere in Europe and he's, like, drunk as hell. Some, like, old lady's giving him a massage and he's, like, with his glasses. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> um, so for me, Do it again. he's always... Do it again. time. <laughs> for me, he's always just, like, given IG thought he, like, Maybe not thought either. Maybe that's the wrong word to use, but um, oh, he he knows his pose. an IG model, you know. Not yeah. that all IG models are thought. I can see him selling Fenty, putting on yeah. advertisements, trying out the new for like Fenty that. men or like fe- Fenty wear for men or Fenty. What is it? Lingerie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He'd be you know? he'd be those guys in that you know those those men onesies. Yeah, he would make <laughs> lace um, boxers for men like a thing. Oh, red lace boxes. <laughs> I would buy them. Yeah. No, I would buy them too. I think sure. 
hot as hell. Whatever he's putting on, I'll I'll be like, this looks good on him. It better look good on my man. Yeah, him and all his bow leggedness. <laughs> I'm down. You're so rude. <laughs> no, I, I love, love Norm. I think his bow leggedness helps or helped him play like defense really well. So it worked out. Yeah, that's true. I'm also bow legged a little bit. Are you really? Oh. Yeah, this guy in high school. Kasim, if you're listening to this, stop making fun of me. But this guy in high school basically asked me why I walked like this. And, like, with my legs out. And I was like, oh, my God, I do do that. Am I bow-legged? You're like, oh, shout out to Kasim. Kasim, leave her alone. Yeah, no. You Kasim's love her and her bow-leggedness. He's a great guy. Does that affect her swimming? I'm not a great swimmer, so, but so I'm also brown. like, we don't have to swim. I'm a brown immigrant. My dad exactly. taught me how to swim by throwing me into the water and said, do it. <laughs> and I learned, but did I, was it well, like, good? No. <laughs> he literally threw us in the shallow end and said, just learn. And me at the shallow end was like, I was short. So yeah. Anyway, why are we talking <laughs> about this? I'm going to say, yeah, it's shallow end for you. was still the deep end. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. I still don't know how to swim. I can float barely, but um, really, yeah, I don't know how to swim. I, I'll die. I don't know how to drive. No, no dr- if anybody's listening, no driving, <laughs> no swimming. I don't know how to do anything. Just vibes. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I can't get anywhere. If I'm in the water, I'm fucked. Um, <laughs> but at least I have a chill attitude. Okay, so if there was an apocalypse, you know how we've always asked, like, who would be the first one to die out of our friends? First one to die out of dishes and dimes would be Noor. <laughs> she'd have pimples because <laughs> she'd be so stressed. She would not know what to do with a car. And then if she's near water, bye. <laughs> but she gets I'm to like- Hudson's Bay and just gives up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. It's facts. Honestly, at that point, I just, I'd off myself. I'd be like, <laughs> save myself time, save you time, save everybody time. <laughs> Don't raise any hope. I'm just a goner. But yeah, if anyone's listening, if anyone's ever asking you who's the first one gone, it's from dishes to Noor. Easy peasy. Okay. I wonder who'd be the last one to survive. Iman. I feel like Yasmin gives me survival energy. Dude, you're right. Yasmin almost seems like I could ask her for like a I think Katie would be second last to die and Yasmin would be the last one to die. I'd be the second after you. Oh, I was going to say, I think if anything, you're with me and we're dying I together. can drive, but not well. So You're crashing the car. I just vibes at this. I would just like try to chase the whatever person is getting me and be like, and just somehow in a really stupid, funny way, just end up off. I think that's my, that's my, uh, what's it called? Um, my method too. I've always thought I was like, see, if there's ever, I've thought it was a lot. I don't know why, but I'm like, if there's ever a demon anywhere, or like you know, a killer, whatever the case Most is, of the kid <laughs> problems. <laughs> Always yeah. thinking about gins and demons. <laughs> I read them like 50 times growing up. We were told to be scared of them constantly. Of course, oh I'm yeah. Scared. But oh, no, yeah, I'm like, too. if I ever see a demon, like I am running straight at it because at that point, it's gonna be like I'm doing what. Nothing, just scaring it, you know? Like, think about it. You're, you're, you're going to scare a demon? You're, yeah. you're going to scare a demon. Yeah, listen to me. Let me finish my thought. As she said she's going to scare you. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Listen, asshole. As a, <laughs> as a demon, I'm like, 
on steroids, like, oh shit, shit's about to go down. Like, I'm going to scare the shit out of these people, right? Like, you're just, you're in that mode, but you're not prepared to get scared because then you see a human running at you full speed, no a care in the world. At that point, the demon's scared. Do you get it? No. <laughs> because they're just going to possess you and then kill you. Yeah, but no. Maybe it works better with, like, murderers and serial killers and not, like, demons. Yes, not, like, other world entities. Nor. But you got to <laughs> act crazier than them. That's the point. Like, yeah, that could work on men. Yeah. And that's about it. It can't work on a spirit, like, a being, like a... No, I think it would work on the grudge. I think I'd scare her. I'd run towards her and she'd be like, oh, I'm fucked, but she's fucked, fucked. And then she, the grudge would be like, I'm out of here. You don't think so. You are wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You are very wrong. (laughs) Can you give me a think about it for a second? (laughs) You really were in deep thought for a second there. We're so off topic, but you're (laughs) (laughs) We're like 47 minutes in, like half a second. Damn it. I always try and like, oh, we'll keep this one short, but we go on. (laughs) Okay. Two, three more questions and that's it. Sorry, guys. Actually, you're probably happy. (laughs) <laughs> now you know what to bug you about on social media. Driving, uh, water, and not being able to swim, and thinking she can out-scare a demon? I, I definitely can. That's one thing I'll tell you. I'm sure I can. Like, running to her. I've given this a lot of thought, Sidra. A lot of thought. Every single night, I have to leave my What is a lot of thought to you? Like, <laughs> what? What's a lot of thought to you? <laughs> Shut up. It's a lot of thought. Every time I have to go grab water in the middle of the night, I have to like think of how I'm gonna escape, you know, any people listening right now are probably like these bitches are either they put it on like three up. times speed and like let's go, let's go. Yeah. So I was I'm wondering too, I'm like, who's actually listening to the until the forty eighth minute mark? <laughs> My mom. Hi, mom. Hi, Citrus mom. A slime, come on, T. All right, second question. (laughs) You got so carried away. Um, Who of all the raptors would kill at stand-up? Pascal would kill. Norm would be belligerently drunk and funny. Yeah. Kyle, obviously, because he has such, like, dry humor. Yeah, and he's just funny. And, like, obviously OG, but I feel like he'd just be like, yeah, I'm funny. Ha ha ha. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, what do you think? I think for that reason, OG might be the best one for me. Yeah, he probably would be. I feel like for the, for the rest of them, they might come prepared with, like, a skit and, like, you know, all their jokes written out or whatever. And OG would just be like, oh, I'm supposed to go on. And he'll go on and he'll just be himself. And I'll need a diaper. Like, I'll be pissing my pants the whole time. <laughs> like, that's just how funny I think he is. Just naturally, like, he just, you know how people ooze sex appeal? OG oozes humor. I could see that. Yeah, he's, he's definitely one of the funnier ones. Okay, I think we kind of touched on this too. But who is most likely to star in a movie? Pascal, but he wouldn't be good. <laughs> well, um, Fred, but he'd be kind of cringy. You know, like he'd be like so bad that it would make you uncomfortable. 
Like yeah. Pascal would be bad to the point where you'd laugh and be like, ah, oh, you'd laugh together. Yeah. But Fred would be like, oh, you really don't know what you're doing. <laughs> you're like, oh. um, hmm. I think Kyle, no? Yeah. Uh, no, he'd be cringy too. He'd be cringy. Yeah, you're right. He'd be pretty cringy too. Mm. He's not what Kyle's acting. Oh, geez. I don't. The commercial was funny, but it was also kind of cringy. It's just. It's just all around cringe yeah. for basketball players. You know what? Just stick to your ball. Stick to your hoops. Don't worry about it. You know who I think would be good that's not on the Raptors? Blake Griffin. He'd be good. He'd be, he's, he'd be good at everything. Yeah, because I've never seen him in a movie, actually. I don't remember what movie, but he was in a movie. It was something about, like, they were, Dude, like, redoing their... just on a... Um, What's that TV show? Fuck, I was just on the No Dunks podcast and they put on a clip of him on this TV show with, I think it's a super pop- popular one too. It's like, it's that gif of that girl who talks about how like, um, like she's asked about like marriage and she's like, I'm 27. When am I a child bride? Oh, like you know that uh, girls or not girls? No, I think it's girls, something else. Broad but City. Was, yeah, Broad City, yes, that's the one. And he was on an episode of that and they put on a clip of the show. Yeah. The sex scene and it was so steamy and I was like, <laughs> Nora needs a moment. <laughs> I need a moment. They were like, he would be good. He's a good actor. I think he's funny. I he like him. such a good actor. And he's he's I think he's like probably one of the funnier basketball players there are. He yeah. also does stand up, eh? He does uh in LA. Oh. He goes to I I think it's fuck, I forget what the um the comedy place is called. But he's done like shows and stuff there. Like he does comedy and stuff. So he's I like, like that. I know, I love him. I love it. It's my dream. He's man. great. <laughs> <laughs> she needs a moment, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and who is most likely to release a music album besides Nicholas Nurse? Uh, I don't know, but I would love to see Utah do something creative like that. I could see Utah being a model. Like, oh, easily. easily. He's, he's beautiful. He's so beautiful. A beautiful young man. Um, I can see him covering like NYC billboards, you know, billboards in New York, Paris Fashion Week. Like oh, he'd be like a hit. Easily, yeah, like, he's very beautiful. He's sculpted so by the gods, as one would say. Chef's <laughs> <laughs> kiss. No, um, I don't know. Norm, I feel like would release a, a disc tra- track to somebody. Yeah, I could see Norm doing that, or he'd release like a Spanish album. Ooh. I just think Norm doing a little Spanish for, you know? A little Maluma. Ooh. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, besides that, I don't think so. I don't think anyone's like that talented. Musically inclined. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't pay for it. I wouldn't pay for it. If it's free, let me know. If I gotta pay for it, never mind. If it's included in my Spotify account, cool. If not, bye. <laughs> like. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'll support you as far as the team goes, but like individually, you're on your own. Yeah, maybe not even this season for the team. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I support the players 100%. I love most of the players, 99.9% yeah. of the players. It's just too bad this season doesn't count. And last yeah. season, Sorry season. to the Lakers and, and the Clippers. <laughs> so, like, that was the, LA really has a Disney ring. So, yeah. this will be what? This will be like the pandemic ring? This won't count either. I'm not counting this it. Fake. This, this is fake. I'm still in my mid twenties. I'm not an old. <laughs> no, this year is fake. Age. I'm not counting my age either. 
No birth okay, mom. No. All right. One last thing. I do want to give a special shout out to Blake Murphy. Um, woo. Hi, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> he's, I, everyone knows who Blake Murphy is, um, but he's, you know, the writer for Athletic. And he's honestly been one of the very, well, I think everyone in sports media has been really great. But I think when it comes to giving, shouting people out, he really deserves a huge shout out. Agreed. And he's just such a kind, thoughtful, genuine soul. And he's done so much to elevate our platform and make sure that we're being presented where female voices are not being heard as much as it should be. And for that, like, you know, he doesn't let his male ego get in the way or anything along those lines. He just makes sure that what's right is right. And for that, like, like, we honestly love you. Um, thank you so much for what you do. You're literally the best at the game. And he wanted us to rate him too because I told him we would we would last time. So Blake, you're a twenty out of ten. Rate him as in what? Like what are the? No, I didn't tell you last time. It was because I think him and Samson are doing a pod, and Kelsey and I were like they were asking for questions, and Kelsey and I were like, oh, rate us, rate us out of ten. And Blake's like. Oh, I don't think they even did. But then the next um, time we were going to go live, Blake's like, hey, rate me out of 10. And I'm like, you know what, Blake? We'll give you a shout out instead. We'll tell you how much we care about you. How much okay, we- in that case, I would give you 100 out of 10, Blake. Shut up, Sidra. I said 20 out of 10. <laughs> Relax. Yeah, I have to one-up you. I have to be extra. Don't you know me by now? Like <laughs> Every goddamn time. I think- <laughs> I'm obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> This has been like a throwaway pod, honestly. (laughs) The beginning was good, and then we just went off the rails, as we do when we are paired together for a pod. (laughs) I know. I think I'm like the common denominator. Happens to me with it happened to me with Sandy. Happens to me with you. I'm just like I just I go on a tangent. I'm sorry, but if you're listening until now, like freaking thank you. Props, love you. I want to karaoke when the panorama is over. Yes. Honestly, let me buy you Uber Eats, bro. You're fantastic for so She does it a lot. <laughs> I would know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, we're reaching the hour mark, even though we said we would stop at 30 minutes to drop. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for listening. Um, thank you for riding along this ride where we have no idea where the season's going to take us. No we idea. We just hope that we find our way along the way. Thank you for joining us, everybody. And we'll be back this week with a live pod. We'll keep you posted. Um, But this has been Dishes and Dimes, brought to you by BasketballNews.com. And we'll catch you later. Bye. Bye. Peace. Ciao.